to removing the cape, the place where perfectionists remove our superhero cape and discuss what it's like to wear our various titles, hats, and masks. We can pick them up at the end of the show, but for now, let's all relax. Time to get into the show. Hello, superheroes. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for joining us for a new season, new episodes, new everything, new day, new life. Um, I hope you guys are having a great day wherever you are listening to this car, job, the gym. Um, I hope that um, after you finish playing this episode, you feel a little bit brighter, a little bit lighter, like you can carry that weight that you have to carry a little bit easier. Um, Today, I wanted to do kind of a little catch up. Um, So a couple of months ago, I got a new tattoo, tattoo number five for me. And the tattoo I got is one I have been wanting for a while. I've been researching it and thinking about the symbolism of it and what it means to me. And I finally got it probably right at um, three months ago now. My new tattoo is a lotus flower. So a lotus has lots of different meanings in the world and different cultures. Um, But one of the meanings that it carries is that it is a symbol of fertility. And I was originally introduced to it um, just visiting different uh, IVF, um, well, visiting our IVF center and um, going to different um, fertility appointments, looking up fertility information. I often saw this flower there and I was, I was like, man, that flower is so beautiful. Well, why do I always see it around or things that are related to fertility? So I started to research it and um, realized like, okay, yeah, that is one of the symbols of fertility. Okay, cool. Um, but as I went down a rabbit hole, I became so intrigued by it. And I want to take y'all down a rabbit hole with me because listen, I'm a rabbit hole person. I will go down a rabbit hole in a second. I am naturally analytical. So I think about things very deeply and it works well for me in work that I'm able to break apart things, think through all different parts, go really deep and think about how these things work together and origins, all that good stuff. In everyday life, sometimes if it comes too much, gets lost, it can be a a time suck. (laughs) But today, um, you know, I want to open up and kind of share with you guys my thought process and my um, rabbit hole that I went down as it relates to uh, the Lotus. Now, listen, if you need a rabbit hole to go down that just, you know, is totally unrelated to anything, go to B-Talk, B-E-E-T-O-K on TikTok. Just search that. I was introduced to B-Talk because my husband showed me a video of a woman that was a beekeeper one day and she was relocating a hive 
And that led to about 20 minutes of me just looking at random B videos of, you know, beekeepers relocating hives or discovering hives, all kinds of stuff. I watched the bee war, like bees going, like literally it was a war, two different hives fighting out. One rolled up on the other. Y'all, this is real. Listen, listen, it's a real situation. Like the video probably has millions of views on TikTok. So one bee um, colony rolled up on another one was like, hey, we here to take your spot. They fought it out, y'all. Spoiler alert, okay? If you don't want to hear how this bee war ends, just fast forward about 10, 20, maybe 30 seconds, okay? But I'm about to tell y'all because I need y'all to go down bee talk rabbit hole one day and it's how interesting it is. So listen, they're going at it, they're going at it, and like they fighting and they just, they end up going for hours. Of course, we don't see the whole fight, but they're going at it. And y'all know what ended up happening? In the war, they killed both the queens. So nobody won. Nobody wins when family feud, dog. <laughs> Shout out to B and J. Like, that, that was crazy. It was so crazy to me. But yeah, I got lost in B-Talk. Okay, for those of you that skipped forward, um, it's safe now. Your spoiler is over. But... um. But yeah, so that B talk is a great way to just have some mindless entertainment, okay? But that's not why we're here. <laughs> we are here to talk about the rabbit hole of the lotus. So um, I started, like I said, I started out just wanting to know more about the lotus flower or this symbol that I saw often related to research and um, anything related to anything about fertility. So I looked up the uh, lotus flower and one of the first things I noticed, well, learned about it was that the lotus flower can grow in any condition. It's believed that the lotus dates itself back to the ice age because what the lotus flower will do is that it can hibernate or hide away any part of it um, and then regrow from like a leaf or a petal and sprout anew, but it will just hide away until better conditions exist for it to grow. And I was like, man, like how many times, like, because you have, you know, we have, you know, plants, we see plants that every spring they're going to sprout, you know, or year round they're going to be green. But thinking about how we are in comparison to nature, sometimes we can't be on a clock like that. Sometimes it, it feels like I should be growing something, right? It seems like I should be creating right now. It seems like life should be good for me right now. It seems like this dark period has been very long. And I should be out of this right now, but I'm not. And it don't seem fair. And it seems like other people have gone through three and four cycles since you and you, you feel stuck in the hibernation period. Like I could identify with that with the Lotus because it's like sometimes things don't seem like they're on a straight calendar. But 
with the lotus is based on the environment. And the lotus is so intelligent that it knows when the conditions are not best for creation. It knows when its environment is not safe for creation. And then the flip side of that with the lotus was that the lotus is not a typical plant. Like it's not your everyday, you know, put it in some good soil, water it, all of that. That That's not what it is. The lotus actually has to have muddy, murky conditions to grow. And when I learned that, it blew my mind, but it made so much sense. Like when you think about this beautiful flower, it often grows in swamps, in, you know, bogs or things that don't look like an environment for floral. <laughs> like when you think about it, you're like, okay, I'm I'm probably gonna see, you know, reptiles here, maybe some tree branches, but to see a beautiful flower in the middle of that grow is opposite of everything that's around it. And I thought that was so dope. And I identify with that because sometimes just like we just talk about the lotus, like, you know, how it might be a season of hibernation or protection, but then there are times that the environment, it looks like you can't grow or produce anything. And you do, you do accelerate. You do find joy. You do create something beautiful. You do start new. You do move to a new city, find a new love, gain new friends, new relationships. Even though the environment is muddy and murky and ugly. And the more that I learned about the Lotus, the more I got to a place of Wow, I can identify with this. And it became encouraging for me. Because I think that, you know, whoever picked it out as a symbol of fertility, you know, whatever, they could have gone down the same rabbit hole and picked it for the same reasons that I did. And I know that there are other, you know, um, other symbolisms of the lotus that exist in the world. But for me, the symbol of symbolism of fertility was the one that really initially connected with me but learning more about just how loaded how the lotus flower functions in the world encouraged me because I was going through a season where I felt so dark heavy murky things kind of felt crazy and I was like man How can I get out of this? How can I grow? How can I create new? How can I get to the next level of what life has for me? And one of the challenging things about um, any kind of label or diagnosis, whether it's infertility or anything else, is having the diagnosis, but not letting it be your identifier. So for me, my initial struggle was, okay, I have 
receive the diagnosis, but that is not who I am. I can still create lots of amazingly beautiful things in the world. I can still contribute greatly into this earth. I can still create and do things that extend beyond my life. I can still love greatly and deeply and receive love. Like so many things and areas that I can do things and provide in this world Whereas the diagnosis can sometimes extend beyond the physical. And that was a battle for me. But through this journey, that was one of the beautiful things that I have learned about myself and seen. And thank God for prayer therapy, you know. But, you know, it's one of the beautiful things that have come through this journey is realizing, like, Wow, there's so much that I can create and do. And getting this tattoo was truly a reminder for me that no matter the conditions and environment, I can create some dope things in this earth. I am a creator. And I'm pretty great at it. (laughs) And, you know, in, in all capacities, whether it's work, you know, family, relationships, love. I I I do some really great things in this world and in this earth. And sometimes we just gotta, you know, pat ourselves on the back, stand up a little straight, look in the mirror, and be like, you know what, you are really dope. You create a lot of really dope things. So my tattoo is actually um on my right wrist because I'm right-handed. I want to remind myself that you know, I can create and do a lot with, you know, symbolism of writing actually with my hand. But um, yeah, I, I can really do a lot no matter what the environment brings. And I hope that all of you, whoever is listening to this, every superhero that is listening to my voice right now, I hope that you realize And find that moment where you say to yourself that no matter my environment, no matter my conditions, no matter what it may look like, I can be that little sprout of beauty in the midst of mud. As Tupac would say, the rose that grew from concrete. Be that beauty in the midst of the chaos. I'm grateful that I have found and continue to find beauty no matter the environment. And I hope that all of you do the same. Thanks for hanging out with me today. This episode is going to be a little different. Just wanted to chat with you, catch up with you. We'll get back to our normal schedule and all that good stuff next time. But I just want to let you know what was happening in my world. I hope to talk to you next time. Come back and hang out with me. Later, superheroes. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed the show and tune in again next week. Be sure to subscribe and rate the show wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. 
share with a friend or family member, and follow us on social media at Removing the Cake. Check out our website at www.removingthecake.com. Whatever superhero cape you have to pick up and wear today, I hope it's a bit lighter and your smile's a little brighter. See you next week.